What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Daily Gaming Podcast. I'm Tyler, and while you're out doing cool stuff in real life, there have been tons of uh, video game news, drama, reviews, delays, releases. So every day of the week, Monday through Friday, I'm here to wrap up all that news and give you just a taste of what you've been missing. Today, the news is still No Man's Sky. Let's get right down to it. So No Man's Sky has been in the news constantly, constantly for the last two, three weeks now. And so much so that I actually took a little break from this podcast to work uh, more on my website and just a couple other projects that I've been kind of working on. Before I left to go on that, uh, to work on that, it was the biggest news and it's still the biggest news afterwards. It is constantly in the news and it's it's understandable why. So we're going to get into all the different reasons, but it's crazy to think about that still kind of the thing. Yes. Sean Murray may have lied to us about all the different things that were in No Man's Sky, but that's not really unique to uh, Sean Murray. That's not unique to indie developers. That's not unique to video games in general. You know, they often exaggerate their claims, especially during E3, especially two years out. Um, you can, you know, count the number of games in the thousands that have exaggerated claims on, for example, the box art. You know, it's just part of video gaming. But someone made a great list of all the different things that we thought there was going to be in No Man's Sky, but there turned out not to be. Uh, Whether that was due to loss of development time, I've heard some sort of weird story about a flood. I don't know if you can believe that. But here's uh, here's the list. There was a loss of planetary physics, which were said to govern many different systems, seemingly in a cascading effect from the top down. The relocating of ships to move them functionally identical rather than having different classes of different play styles, essentially homogenizing, homogenizing, harmonizing, I guess that's harmonizing, but dude, if that's how you spell harmonizing, (laughs) anyway, ship play into a single play style. Yes, I'm reading this. That's why I sound so dumb. Uh, the reworking of fractions from something with broader significance into the very simplistic system we have now. Resource distribution following none of the rules that were spoken of. Instead, resource variety is more shallow than we've been led to believe, so distribution was seemingly harmonized. There's that word again. Regardless of planet-based factors, likely an event of loss of planetary physics. This also had a knock-on effect for trading which was trivialized by the ease in which most resources can be found, and also crafting, which went something from Sean hoped would be community, it must mean must be driven, a la, that's, I always love that word, likely because there were far more resources originally, there's more evidence of this than just the crafting to something that could be done through recipes, The game must teach you before you can actually use. Alright, so sorry you had to deal with me reading that there. Really small font. You know, difficult words to read. Yeah. You know, you read all these video game news, your eyes start to hurt. I I do record these in the morning time. So it's, for example, right now it's 7.40. So give me a little bit of a break. But what does all that mean? Like every developer, um, Hello Games bit off more than they could chew with the title. When they weren't able to do planetary physics, that means a planet affecting what's on the planet. 
then they lost a lot of different side features. And it, it, it had, I think like this get a cascading effect. So, okay, every planet is now fundamentally the same as far as resources go. Every planet is going to be fundamentally the same in X, B, C. You get the idea. So when, you, when they didn't hit that mark, it had a big, big effect on the game in general. Obviously, nobody knows what actually happened to Hello Games. The big story is really that he lied to us. Now, I don't know how it's possible, but there, my la- one of my last podcasts that I made talked about the good, re- the good pre-release reviews, and they were. I mean, I actually went back and read them again, and they make the game sound much different than the video game that all of us received. So I don't, I don't really understand how that's possible, because generally speaking, most video game developers, especially customers, so everybody buying this game, especially on the PC, which is the port has been absolute garbage. I mean, I've seen some frame rates like 10 frames per second, and I know what 10 frames per second looks like because I used to have 10 frames per second when I played some games. So it really is that bad in some cases. Strangely enough, Sean Murray wrote something on Twitter saying, quote unquote, awesome day at Hello Games. We're going to make some people very happy with a PC and PS4 patch that's in testing right now. What's going to make them very happy? Like, what is what is he talking about that's going to make gamers very happy? Now, for some reason in this game, people always give it the benefit of the doubt. And they jump to things like, okay, well, oh, he's working on uh, better content, right? Like, he's working on a new system for ABC. Um, I think, honestly, what he's working on is just to avoid crashes, which is another one of the problems this game has been having for some people. Anyway, so that's definitely all the really big news of the day. Um, Besides that, just a couple small stories. The Xbox One S is doing incredibly well, and a lot of people are saying it's a sign that Microsoft might get a little bit of their uh, grasp back on the console market. Of course, that's just speculation. Who really knows what's going to happen as far as console markets go? But eh, it's all going to be thrown up in the air when the Scorpio and new PS4 hit hit the shelves. Drive Club VR is going to be coming out for the PlayStation 4 this year, and that's really exciting because although early signs right now are that uh, PlayStation VR is going to do very well, for example, the pre-orders have been insane for that peripheral. If Drive Club VR is as good as I think it may be, then it might be the best VR game ever made. Um, I've owned a gear now for over a year, I think over a year, and the video games on there are really bad. And just VR gaming in general hasn't really evolved to a very good point yet. So I, I do think that PlayStation VR is uniquely situated to have great exclusive VR games that's going to drive people to want to own the system, especially at that a very attractive price point as well. So we'll see whether or not PlayStation VR is successful, but Drive Club VR for the PlayStation VR, that's a lot of VRs. Is going to be a great start. So hopefully they get more exclusive titles like that. And it's really going to push it over the edge. You know, I think that's really the big technology nobody's talking about anymore. Everybody's so focused on the Scorpio and 4K when virtual reality for home consoles is literally months away. I always try to end the podcast with a little bit of lighter news, whether it's something funny or just something I found interesting. Uh, today I'm going to let you know that on my website, the dailygamingpodcast.com, you're welcome to submit editorials for me to post on there. While I will read them to make sure they at least up to some standards, because so far the two I've gotten uh, really are just 
not quite, uh, you know, mature enough to be posted. Um, but if you'd like to submit an editorial, then I'll be happy to post it on my website for you. Uh, I'll give you credit. I'll link your Twitter or something like that. Um, just email it to me or uh, use the contact page on my website at the dailygamingpodcast.com. That's all the gaming news for August 17th, 2016. But what do you think about No Man's Sky, uh, Sean Murray, VR technology for home consoles? Did I miss anything? Let me know on my website at the dailygamingpodcast.com or on Twitter where I believe I'm Mr. Knowledgeable. Till tomorrow, thanks for joining me, and of course, game on.